0: Hello, I'm Leanne Rupsom, and this is the Out of the Fire podcast, where we talk about intercessory prayer, the prophetic, and other Christian topics. Welcome. Today we're finishing up our series, What Should the Church Look Like? We started this series by looking at what the ecclesia, which we have translated to church, what that means, a called out assembly. We are called out of the darkness of this world into God's family and kingdom not as individuals only but as a united body of believers meant to live and carry out our purpose together. I also gave you a core job description for the church. The church is the expression of Jesus Christ upon the earth. Throughout this series, I emphasize that healthy church life means we function as the family of God. When we forget that we are family, some of the other components of who we are, an army, discipleship center, or even a house of prayer, those can get out of whack. But if we stay in the context of family, the many purposes God has for his church work beautifully together. When we overemphasize one aspect of the church to the exclusion of others, we become like a wheel that's out of round, or one missing some spokes. But properly balancing who we are and what we are supposed to do causes us to thrive. There is one more element of the church that I would like to mention. And really, I think I've saved the best for last. We are Christ's Bride. It is definitely a now but not yet part of who we are. We are betrothed to our bridegroom Jesus, but the wedding celebration will not take place until he returns for us. While we wait for him, we are in a twofold preparation time. We are already spotless in the sense that we are clothed in the righteousness of Christ, blameless and pure through his atonement for us at the cross. But Jesus is also bringing us through a wedding preparation process that he might sanctify and cleanse his bride with the washing of water by his word so that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. You'll find that in Ephesians 5 verses 26 and 27 we have our role to play as well. Just as an earthly bride goes through much preparation to look her most beautiful on her wedding day, we are to give great attention to readying ourselves for Jesus. Revelation 19.7 says of the marriage supper in heaven, for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. In this present hour, the Lord is doing his part to cleanse his church, even sometimes through painful public exposure of sin. We must do ours as well in setting aside every encumbrance, every distraction, which would keep us from looking eagerly for our bridegroom to come for us. We must get our attention off the temporary pursuits and cares of earth and firmly fix our gaze on Jesus. He is coming. Let us be eagerly anticipating him. So summing things up, the expression of love, mercy, and compassion should always be prominent in the church. We carry out the practical functions to which we are called as Christ's body on earth, but forever in the context of these three attributes, love, mercy, and compassion. This is why the Spirit led the Apostle Paul to insert the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, between the gifts and church order chapters, 1 Corinthians 12 and 14. We must also remember that our Sunday morning services are only a slice of what it means to be the church. If that is all we ever experience, we are missing out on a great deal. The early church not only met together in large gatherings, but they met house to house, informally, eating and fellowshipping with one another. We see that in Acts 2, verse 46. They received teaching, Acts 20, verse 20, and they prayed together, Acts 12, 12. We can do the same in our day. They also lived out the life of Christ in the world around them, including showing forth the power of God through miracles, signs, and wonders, which are supposed to follow those who believe, according to Mark 16, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. The Apostle Paul said that in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 20. I hope you've enjoyed this series and that it's provoked some new ideas for you. If you'd like, you can go to the link where this episode shows up as a blog post and leave some comments there. I'd love to hear from you. I'd like to invite you to my website, characterbuildingforfamilies.com. There you will find a couple of resources which will really help you grow in forming Jesus as the firm foundation of your life and in godly Christian character. The first of those is Before Whom We Stand, The Everyman's Guide to the Nature of God. It's simple and yet profound, easy to understand, and I think you'll find it engaging to read. And then we have a Bible study called River Life, Entering into the Character of Jesus. By the time you and your study group have uh, gone through that together, or you can go through it individually, I think that you will have learned a lot about Jesus' character and how we can mold ourselves into it. So that's at CharacterBuildingForFamilies.com, and this is Leanne Robson with Out of the Fire, and thank you for listening.